0: Rugby Wrap-Up brought to you in part by Irish Rugby Tours, the Rugby Tours people, a balanced palate, nutrition for peak performance, AFIA Sports Training Group, and Big and & Whistle on West 36th Street, the world's best rugby club. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up. Matt McCarthy and Steve Lewis at the Fantasy Sports Network Studio 34 in New York City and we are talking rugby once again. Stephen, there is a ton of rugby, but before we get to that, how are you, my
1: friend? Excellent. Excellent. Looking forward to the polar vortex in a day or two, but um, pretty good otherwise. And you, uh, sir, came from the the
0: balmy beaches of Jamaica. You, what were you doing down there?
1: Yeah, I was uh, helping out Jamaica's sevens program, so got to know them a little bit, and they have um, been helping them out here and there. It was their big domestic tournament, so went down for... Three days. All work, no play. Oh, make no, Steve no. makes Steve a dull reptile.
0: Yeah, well his 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 uh his big suite that he had on the beach is another story, but you also dodged the comedically cold weather here in New York.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: All right. So let's get on to it because Steve, we get complaints that we don't cover certain things. But we only have an hour a week, ladies and gentlemen, in the studio. And we're gonna beef that up. But in the meantime, we have to make editorial and entertainment choices. And we have so much rugby going on right now. We have Major League Rugby. We have uh, the HSBC 7 Series, where the United States is again tied first. We have the Six Nations, and we have the ARCs. So we're going to kick this week's show off with a combined segment of you, uh, the HSBC 7s, the Six Nations, and the ARCs in rapid fashion. Let's start
1: with the 7s. 7s. Okay, last week in Hamilton, New Zealand. Um, third leg of the Sevens, uh, USA once again made the final, which is fantastic, um, unfortunately lost. But We now have had three final appearances out of three. The U- United States is now top of the table and has been for three weeks. Admittedly, this week we're sharing it with Fiji, but this is no small achievement. This is comfortably the best performance in the history of American Sevens. Uh, Mike Friday, all his coaches, all his players, superb performance. Marred only. Unfortunately, by a pretty bad injury for Perry Baker, who broke his jaw.
0: Yeah, and you know what? For me, that shows the resiliency of this team. The fact that they were, you know what? They brushed it aside, and they
1: performed admirably in his absence. Absolutely, and um, obviously, Carlin stepped up, scored seven tries. He had a good tournament, even though they used him slightly differently. Um, Actually, one of the things I thought from this weekend, if you're a sevens aficionado and you watch the Eagles it, it appeared Mike Friday uh, was much more comfortable going to his bench. He brought on quite a few of those guys. They got more minutes, more time, which is a good thing. A, he's showing confidence in them. B, they're getting the minutes, and those guys performed. So good all round. Yeah, it's good, it's good to see that those guys are earning
0: their trust in the coaching staff and, and overcoming that loss. But, you know, they did get waffled in the final by Fiji. Yeah. And, you, know, you know, as we always have to say, we have to give the good with the bad, right?
1: Fiji were unplayable yeah. in that final. Unplayable. When they're, um, when
0: they're in tune... They're like the
1: Beatles. Better. <laughs> Better. <laughs> Wait, no, now you're talking Oasis, Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Simple minds. So um, so looking forward, we go next week. Um, so Sydney, men and women. So the men are it's the fourth leg out of ten. So they're going well. They, you know, they've got to stay ahead. They've got to watch that fifth place. It's England right now. They're 19 points ahead. But there are seven to go. This is, you know, number yeah. four. So critical every week, getting points. Because it's all about Olympic qualification this year. On the women's side, um, they've been going well. Only two tournaments. They're third place, third at the moment, behind Canada and New Zealand. Um, again, for them, also Olympic qualification, also critical. Um, I've got a good feeling about the women's team, Chris Brown. I think they're going to improve and improve and improve.
0: Yeah, you know what? It's 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 kind of great that I'm as excited to watch the women play because they're an exciting bunch. And you got the men clicking on all cylinders. United States... Doing very well. And I think that the, the, the nations across the, the world are worried.
1: So it reminds me of my a, a real bugbear of mine. I had a little Twitter feud with it about it. And it's like, if anyone calls the United States the sleeping giant of world rugby when we're sitting first and third in the Sevens league, I will personally punch him in the face.
0: And I'm not going to mention that you're probably talking about Ben Foden on CNN. I'm not going to mention that. No comment. Okay, no comment.
1: All right, so... He actually said the next sleeping giant Who's the current sleeping giant? Anyway, let's move on. Okay, China.
0: I'll say chi- China. China. All right, so uh, moving on. I don't want to give it short shrift, unfortunately, again, but we are you know, stressed for time. Um, Six Nations.
1: Six Nations, right? The most historic, uh, you know, um, settled, vibrant tournament there is. It just gets better and better and better every year. It's going to be a cracker again. Uh, When you look at it, so three games this weekend. First one, Wales go to France uh, Friday night. You then have Italy visiting Fortress Muddyfield taking on my countrymen, Scotland. Uh, And then the final game, obviously, England-Ireland. And there's been some good chat there. Eddie Jones, John Mitchell stirring things up before the game. It's always good to see a bit of banter, uh, what it's all about, ancient... Rivalries renewed that's what the Six Nations is about,
0: yeah I like this, and I like the the combination of Eddie Jones and John Mitchell and John Mitchell had a good run here you know he's a he's a he's a solid coach, and it's interesting to see how that influence will impact this England team going forward in the six nations
1: it is but you you know with these guys um so in sevens, we talk Olympic qualification that's the importance this year's the World cup year, so six nations important in in and of itself, but things are really gearing up, and at the end of the day a lot of these players um are, well, of the coaches, certainly, the contracts are on the line, yeah. right, post-World Cup. So this is when the rubber meets the, the road or the metal or whatever that phrase is.
0: rubber meets the rubber. The rubber meets the, the, rubber, the, rubber, meets the rubber. So yeah.
1: it's, um, it's vital. It's important. Six Nations is going to be fascinating. Um, coaches, players, spectacle, all of the above. All now, right. Can't wait. All right. I know you're wearing plaid, but who do you predict is going to win? Uh, Ireland, I think, are still the favorites.
0: Hmm, interesting.
1: Mm. I think I think so too. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, you know. But so, I, I think this year. I mean, Ireland, England, Scotland, Wales are looking good. Yeah. Right. France. You never know that. I think they're on the way back, and Italy. You know, blind score has got to find a nut sometime.
0: I don't um, know if it's going to be this time. All, f- all, all of those other teams that you mentioned are playing very well, and under the radar for the most part. And we took some heat for this. Was Wales? You know, because of, well, you know, Ireland. Did beat New Zealand, but Wales had a very good yeah, November test. It did indeed.
1: It did indeed. Right? So So that's the Six Nations. And that leaves um The ARC. The ARC, which you know, is the American Six Nations, right? So this is the uh, we're going to third or fourth year. Um US on a good run, won the last two. This this tournament's getting better every year as well. Yeah. Each of these teams. You've got three teams who qualify for the World Cup in US, Canada, and Uruguay, and you've got the Argentina fifteen as well. So, so, this is going to be hot stuff. Opens up uh, for the US, for Gary Gold and his guys in Santiago. They're playing Chile away. They then play Brazil away before they come back and have an extended run of three games at home. So, fascinating there. Three uh, changes to the squad today, late breaking. Um, Nate Brakely of Rooney, local boy, AC, and uh, Rugby night in New York, he's in for Ben Landry. Uh, a, a oh. fa- favorite player of mine, Harley Wheeler, who I coached a lot of in the Sevens Collegiate All-Americans. He's in for Ryan Matches, also injured. And Dylan Audley is in for Tim Mopin, who must have picked up an injury at New Orleans at the weekend. So three changes. Very excited to see Harley Wheeler uh, in contention for a first cap. hopes he gets it. Great kid.
0: Yeah. And also, uh, it's it's always been a little bit puzzling to me to see Nate Brakely have to get in there as per an injury.
1: Yeah, I think there may be more things at play there. I mean, Nate's a smart man, right? He's got a proper career, proper job. Yeah, it's what. When do you? When are you going to be available, right? If you've only got so many weeks, you can commit. What are the appropriate weeks, and how does that work for him in his job and for Gary Gold as a head coach? Right. You want to make predictions? Yeah, US will beat Chile,
0: and I agree with you. And if the US wins this tournament again, how soon before Argentina decides that they actually want to win this tournament and? Make it a capped tournament for them.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's an element of that, and uh, actually, I, I kind of think it's the stage now they should have full caps. I think it's a little, little condescending. Actually, a little, you know, from our Argentinian friends, and um, they should uh, show respect. Well, you to these just sh- lost them as friends. Yeah, they, they should show respect to these other countries and get award caps. Um, that having been said, you know, you know the whole structure of world rugby you know this new mooted league where does the arc go there's a lot of things up in play right now yeah but, but on the bottom line is you know you respect your opponents and it's a little bit like saying um you know we don't take you that seriously we're not going to call this a, a full test match all T- right time to change that all right
0: we are unfortunately out of time because we have a chock full week for you we're going to bring up an, an mlr segment we have owner james kennedy and pierre on of uh, Rugby United New York. We have stuff that we shot in Seattle, segments to show you, all that jazz. But in the meantime, we have to end this segment here. But make sure you look for those other two segments. And our best wishes to Perry Baker recovering from jaw surgery. And uh, we're predicting the United States and Ireland to win their respective tournaments. And, Great. Oh, Great. who's going to win the um, Sydney Sevens? Male uh, and female.
1: Uh, current format, you'd have to go with Fiji again. Um, in the women's side, you'd have to go to New Zealand. They're they're dominant on the women's side as Fiji can be, but um, that's the beauty of sevens, right? Uh, you know, it's one bounce of the ball, it's one missed tackle, it's one poor refereeing decision, um, one mistake. Things can go wrong in sevens in a hurry. All right. Well, as
0: a as a, as a, a fan of history, I'm going to go with history repeating itself and saying Team USA comes in second again, ends up tied again first, maintains that spot, and the women, the women, take a silver. On that note, Matt McCarthy and Steve Lewis for Rugby Wrap-Up, Talking Rugby at the Fantasy Sports Network, Studio 34 in New York City, signing off.